Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Van Ocho Podcast. I'm your host, Kenneth Kirk. And I'm Elijah. And yo, man, we have a very special guest for today, man. We have someone who I've actually had the opportunity of working with on that actual project. Um, shout out to the brand Brainchild. And yo, man, even before then, I was really tapped into his work um, and was just really just admired and just in awe of just like what he's been able to do with, you know, 3D animation and like mm-hmm. rendering and Yo, man, his work is spectacular, and I know he has so much more in store. But without further ado, I'd like to have my guest introduce himself. Uh, how you guys doing? My name is Pui Ruffin. Um, I'm a 3D digital artist, um, and I'm so excited to be on the Infinity Ultra podcast. Yeah, we're really excited. Yeah, I appreciate it. You're, we're such a big fan of your work because yeah. it, it's really, really cool. Yeah, Thank yeah. you, man. Yeah. I appreciate that. <laughs> and so, you know, like how we like to start off our interviews, we like to start off from the beginning, right? So tell mm-hmm. us, where are you from? Um, I'm from Virginia Beach, Virginia. Um, I grew up here. I've been here all my life. Um, two up, two down, never, baby. Yeah, I've never lived anywhere else. So. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> you really do breed them out here. No, that's a fact. I know, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I know, yeah. I just, um, I've been here basically forever. Um, my parents are from here. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> what were some of your, like, just early interests growing up? Um, A lot of my early interests really... I wasn't always like on like the whole creative thing. Um, like, mm. especially like early on, like I wasn't always doing that. That was something that kind of came about later on, but really I was really into just like, I was really into video games as a kid. That's really my, that was my main thing <laughs> when I was young. Um, mm-hmm. was was, like, what, which ones, which ones were your favorite? Uh, my favorite game of all time, I would probably have to say. I'll probably just say bully, bully. I don't know if you guys have heard Yo, of bully. Yo, hey, I love fuck, bully. we're here, that's dog. My, we're here, nah. That synergy, is my synergy, favorite. Baby. That, they, bro, Rockstar dropped the ball with that one, dude. Bully is so good. Have I you ever played that one? I think it's a classic. So my older brother, when he had a PS2, he played it, but that's, I never got the chance to play it. That's it's a shit. classic. I, I played it. I played the story multiple times. It's one of my favorites. I just love Rockstar. Um, I love yeah, Red Dead Redemption too. Um, mm. both Red Dead Redemptions. I just, yeah, I, I was really, I still am, but I'm just really into gaming. Like, yeah. that was really what I was into as a kid. Like, definitely one of my big early interests. Yeah, dude, that was a big gamer. Yeah. Too. I, I put yeah. the games down. Uh, now, uh, now really? I just play, like, uh, I play Gran Turismo. That's, I love, like, okay. racing sims. I play like racing uh, games. Yeah, I like yeah. racing games too. Like, Damn. and it's so interesting that you actually just bring that up. Cause, like, when I look at your work now, I can see where, you know, just your early start in like love for video games and how it kind of all like comes around it, exactly comes yeah that's really i was just about to say that that's definitely something that i try to kind of bring forward with my work um because i like, guess definitely was one of my early interests so like it's something that i definitely try to like include in there if that makes sense so yeah, yeah. yeah. now for the audience at home could you tell us like what type of work do you do um and i mentioned um, it a little bit in the intro but i would like for you to kind of go into like depth yeah so i am a 3d artist so i do like 3d cgi um basically i do like conceptual 3d imagery and visuals um so like uh just like uh 3d modeling um 3d animation it's all 3d it's no ai i kind of wanted to say that because like a lot mm-hmm. of people it's like a very common misconception um, a lot of people would definitely think it's AI. It's not AI. Um, it's all 3D. It's like CGI. So like basically if you were to, it's similar, like how I would like want to explain it to people to, like, so they could get it on like a more surface level way. It's like, 
if you were to watch like a Pixar movie, it's like kind of similar to that, even though it's not like at that level yet, but it's just, that's like kind of like a more service level way to explain it. It's like a Pixar movie. It's all 3D animated. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. And that's so funny you brought up just the misconception because I remember when we did the brainchild project and one of our good homies, uh, Vaughn. Oh, uh, yeah. He was, like, he was like 3D Kenny. And then Ruffin came in and was like, uh oh, wait a second. Yeah, it's AI I Kenny. Do... No, no, no. It was, it was opposite. Other way around. Oh, yeah. Other way around. No, no, you're good. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. I get it, bro. But like, yeah, he was like, I do remember that he was like, yeah, AI Kenny. And I was like, no, it's. I had, to, I had to, I had to clarify because, like, it's just like, I mean, I don't like get offended by it because I know, mm. like, with like the, like the rise of AI, like, I know. But you still want to be like, like nah, like, this is my shit. Like, this is, this is exactly. This is it's, it's entirely, yeah. it's entirely different. It really is. And like, I understand, I understand the misconceptions. So I don't really get like really offended by it, but I do want to mm. like kind of educate and be like, hey, it's like not the same thing, you know? So, <laughs> so do you think that yeah. are you? Does it make you nervous at all that like AI is becoming such a big thing and that soon like do you think that soon 3D animation done by um humans is going to become obsolete and we're all just going to go straight to AI? I don't I will for the first part of your question yeah it does kind of scare me cuz like um it does like it does kind of scare me a little bit cuz like I feel like a lot of people still don't understand like I'm not trying to act like it's something super obscure but I feel like a lot of people still don't comprehend it especially when ai comes into the conversation but um i don't think that it'll become obsolete i just don't think ai is just i don't think you i don't think a machine could do anything like that like i've seen i've seen ai animations and they look horrible like i've yeah. seen it like i've seen like i don't like i know like i know ai is like still relatively new but i still don't think that i don't i personally don't believe that it'll completely blow 3d cgi stuff out of the water because it's just Stuff that AI can't do. Like, mm-hmm. that's just how I feel. You can't add human emotion into the. Into exactly. The- you really can't. And that's, yeah, like, and especially with like the whole animation thing. Like I said, I've seen it, uh, AI animations on like Twitter and stuff, but like, they're horrible. Like, I, <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. like them. Like, yeah. Wow. And so, like, what sort of like software do you use? And then also, like, could you describe sort of like your workflow or like your process when it comes to creating? So, um, yeah, I use Blender. Um, if anyone's like familiar with like anything 3D or like digital, they most likely know what Blender is because it's a very common one that a lot of people use, mostly because it's free. It's literally free. You could just download it. Um, I use Blender. It's a 3D animation software. Um, but there's like other programs that I use, like along with it. I also use Marvelous Designer, which that is not free, but I do use Marvelous Designer, which is a cloth simulation program. So it like simulates how cloth would move in like real life with real life physics, mm-hmm. things like that. And I kind of, those are like the two main 3D softwares that I use, um, for my work. Um, and as far as my workflow goes, um, honestly, I really just, I really start off in Blender, honestly. Like I use like a lot of assets and I use um add-ons as well. Like um add-ons are basically like plugins. So um I don't know if you're like familiar with like music production, but like when making music they have like plugins for like different sounds and things like that. It's kind of the same thing mm-hmm. with Blender. Uh you can download like different plugins to kind of help make the workflow process a lot easier. Um I know uh, I do a lot of work with like human 3D models. That's kind of my main mm. thing. And I use a Blender plugin called Human Generator. I have a license for it. I paid for it. Uh, that wasn't free, uh, but 
I have a license for and I use human generator and that is how I use like 3D human models and create like the really realistic 3D human models. I just take that plugin and I kind of add my own thing onto it. I do a lot of like additional sculpting. I try to make them look as realistic as possible. I try to really add, like, really create like human like features. Um, and yeah, that's kind of like how I use that whole thing along with Blender. So where do you get the inspiration for the characters that you create? Because they're all like kind of like interesting looking and yeah. are they coming from real people? Or are they just like kind of, um, I mean, characters? sometimes, I mean, sometimes, yeah, like I'll see, like, I'll, like, I definitely, like, I'll go through like either like I'll be on Instagram, I'll be on Twitter, Pinterest, like, I'll just see things like if I see someone that has like some unique features, I definitely will try to like not like replicate it, but I'll try to like pull like reference from it, like inspiration from it. Mm -hmm. Um, just cause like, I mean, I try to make it as realistic as possible and really try to get like real features because like everyone looks different like yeah. no one's like you know what i mean you like see, are you sneaking I, pictures of these people you got you got them flicked out so <laughs> <laughs> um no i don't i other unless i did like unless i do like a project where i am actually making someone's face um like mm -hmm. i did kenny like i did kenny so um then like like because like kenny knows like i like he had he sent me photos of himself and i had to mm -hmm. i use an like i use another plugin like that i use another plugin it's called face builder which I also have a license for. And that's a really, really good tool. Um, you can really create like a photorealistic 3D model of someone's face with like mm -hmm. five pics. Like I'm pretty sure Kenny sent me like five pictures. Like, and it was, and it was a really good model and a pretty, I feel like it was a pretty accurate model of him. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Now you just see my walking down the street. I see a red <laughs> car with the, with the camera out. Hey, that's <laughs> Wait for the Instagram. You're going to be 3D. <laughs> And do you remember your first ever like 3D animation and talk about how from that point up into now, how, how do you think your just like your strengths or even like you've been able to kind of like grow within that period from your first ever animation up to now? Um, so basically when I was younger, I, when I first found out about, about Blender, I did, I was probably in like six, like sixth grade, maybe fifth or sixth grade. Um, and I had like this old laptop that my parents had got me for Christmas and I downloaded Blender on it. And, um, like I, like I mentioned earlier, I was really into like gaming as a kid. So like I, what I used to do, have like my first introduction, like my first introduction to Blender was me. I used to make Minecraft renders. Like I used to, I used to literally oh, just, wow. yeah, that's, that's, yeah, Damn. I used to like, render like like i don't know if you've ever seen like minecraft animations how it was kind of like a big thing back then yeah. with like the yeah and it was and i kind of was that's literally what got me into it that was like the first render that i would like do i would just render like i would download like minecraft skins i would like put them on the characters because like I, I had like a little character mesh for that i downloaded for minecraft characters it was like it was really crazy and i yeah, it sounds on, insane. Yeah, yeah, I would put like little like Minecraft skins on them. If anyone that's like familiar with that, they would know what I'm talking about. But like, mm -hmm. I would put like little yeah, Minecraft I, skins on Minecraft, them. Minecraft. Yeah, I was never a Minecraft person. I was a big, I was yeah. a big one. I was a. It was, that's literally what got. I, if I got to be honest, if like to boil it down, that's kind of what got me into it. Like, got me into 3D. Yeah. 
really yeah bro that's that's crazy because i I mean i've played before and it's not that you said that like you it's like if you want to if you want to create like a fireplace yeah. you got to get the bricks you got to make <laughs> fire and you got to have a wood then if you you know what i'm saying like it's like you can make like fun it's that game is crazy yeah. so it's like it, i guess it's like as a kid it allows you to really like build yeah you know, yeah, yeah it was great, it's the great. Pot, straight up. no seriously pot. like it's great like it was it was one of my big like it was one of my favorites too back then. Like as far as video games goes, one of my favorites, and that's kind of what got me into it. And I remember the first animation that I did. Um, it wasn't even like a really like it wasn't anything close to like the things that I do now. Um, mm-hmm. but it was just like a Minecraft character. He was like, he was like swinging from like a rope or something. I don't remember. I don't really. I was like that's very vague, but that's literally all it was. Like it was crazy, and like I used to do that. Um, I mainly would do like little images though, cause that was more feasible for me at the time. Cause I, like I said, like I had a pretty shitty computer. Like I was like 13, 12. So mm. <laughs> I didn't have like a, like the setup that I have now. I couldn't really do much, but, um, and it's weird because back then I didn't even like now I look at it as like work. Like, you know, like mm. I, like it's like, you know, creative work now, but like back then it was really just me like, fucking around having fun like right. i didn't look at it as work back then and it's like kind of funny to see it come like almost full circle like i look at it as work now and it's like creative work yeah, i'm has actually have fun with it yeah has it changed your perspective on it any like do you take it more seriously even though it's still fun or um oh yeah changed? i definitely i definitely do take it uh more serious but i still do have fun with it i don't mm-hmm. like I try not to ever lose that because I think that is probably the most important thing for me is to make sure that I am enjoying it and that I am getting the most out of it. So, um, but I still look at it as work, but it's still fun. You know what I mean? Like it's still like, I wouldn't, if it wasn't fun, I wouldn't, I would not be doing it. So. Right. Yeah. Wow. Now, did you go to, did you happen to go to school for like, what um, you now? or I, take any courses? Mm, I do. I have not. No, I do not. I'm not in school. I used to be in school a while back, but I didn't take anything related to art. Like it wasn't I didn't go to art school. I literally went to um, community college, <laughs> but then I stopped going. But I didn't go to art school for anything. Um, and I'm not in school right now. So no, I did not take any courses related to any art or anything like that. Are you like do you have any family members that are artists? or um i actually as far as my knowledge goes i actually do not like i don't i really don't think so like anyone like in my and like my immediate family like i don't really think they do anything creative i I, they really don't it's it's kind of crazy though it's like it's that's why it feels like we like really weird because like they i feel like they just don't i don't want to say they don't get it but like they just don't like i don't know like it's it's really difficult to explain because like they aren't used to things like that. They aren't used to like how like everything, how like the world we live in now and like how everything yeah. is so accessible. Like I feel like everything is extremely accessible. Like, you can literally do anything. And mm-hmm. that is an extremely hard concept for a lot of my family to grasp. So I feel like no, they, I, they de- yeah, I get you. Yeah, we come, we so, come from like a place where it's like you you work like that's what you you work you know, yeah you like just you go to a job work, yeah you you yeah you go to school you go to work and that's like the end game like that's yeah. <laughs> seriously so yeah I feel like so but yeah so no one out of like as far as my knowledge goes no one in my family really has like any creative background yeah and I think like majority of our guests really that we've had on have had parents that you know necessarily weren't like you know creatively inclined mm-hmm. or like had some sort of like backing. 
But I no, think, yeah. like, and, and to your point, like, that's why I think, especially now to the day, like, I think it's more so somewhat confusing for our kind of parents to digest that the fact that, you know, you can be a photographer and you can literally live off that by just taking. Exactly. That's what I'm, that's what I was literally trying to say. Like, it's, it's hard. It's hard for them to like kind of, you know, understand it, and especially like I feel like with my um with like the, you know like the medium of art that i do and like what i do i feel like it would be even more difficult because like there's people that like that really fuck with me and fuck with my stuff and support and they barely can even wrap their heads around it like i have people like i've been i've like hung out with people or like met people or whatever and they're just like hey i really love like hey i really love the photography you do and it's like i don't even own a camera so it's like <laughs> you know what i mean so but like they get it confused like People either think it's like photography, whatever, like they'll say like, oh, I love the graphic design you do. It's like, I don't do graphic. I mean, I could, but I don't like I don't do mm-hmm. graphic design. I'm not a photographer. But like being like, I guess, like a 3D artist in this area, I feel like it's harder for people to like grasp a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. and I, but I don't I don't know, though. Um, that's just how I look at it in my experiences, though, like from more like me meeting people, talking to people and things like mm-hmm. that. So throughout all the projects you've done thus far, is there one that particularly stands out to you as far as more so when I say stand out, I mean, from just beginning of creating it to the end of like finishing finished product, like, is there a particular project that just stands out to you? Um, One that stands, I, I, have, a, I have like two, one that really stands out to me is it's actually pinned on like my socials um because i really love it so much i did like a reinterpretation of um the lens cover art by frank ocean frank ocean Mm -hmm. the single he did lens uh the cover art i did a reinterpretation of that but like 3d um and that one stands out to me a lot because it was very spontaneous like i really didn't plan it out i didn't really like have i didn't really like because some there's like certain projects that i'll do and like i have to plan it out because like if i don't like it's not going to work out like so i have to but like that one i didn't plan it out i just had the idea and then i tried it and then like it really didn't take me long either like it probably i did it and then like posted it the next day (laughs) so like it really didn't yeah it didn't really take me long and it was just like and a lot of and i feel like it resonated with a lot of people like it caught a lot of people's attention like across like social media not like not like super like a lot but i feel like it's like one of my more like popular things that i've done so like um, it definitely caught my, uh, it caught other people's attention as well, which I'm like glad for because I felt like I really love that song. And Frank is like my favorite artist of all time. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. um, so that one stands out. And another one that stands out to me is a recent one that I did. I did like a mixed media project where it was like, um, it was like an animation, but then I took each frame of the animation and I rendered out each frame separately. And then I took, I had, there's this free app on, um, on the app store. It's called Adobe Paint Can. It's a app, it's a app by Adobe. And you can basically take any photo and then you can paint over top of it and you can turn it into a painting basically. But it's different from like a filter. It's kind of like a filter, but it's a little different because you kind of have control over the like brush strokes and you can like make them as fine as you want. You can make them not as fine and like, you can really edit it so they're all random and that's kind of what i was doing um and i went and i took every single frame of the animation that i made and then i painted over each frame and it was probably about like 
maybe like 190, maybe 200 frames. So it was a really, yeah. really long process. It was a very tedious process, yeah. but I really liked it though. And they, I think it came out pretty good. So like, um, that's definitely one that stands out to me. And I've been wanting to like kind of get in like the whole mixed media thing. Um, yeah. and I feel like that was a, that was my first time doing it. I feel like that was a great like start. I definitely want to start doing that more. Um, I feel like that was a really good start into like kind of getting into more like mixed media things like that and um yeah that one definitely stands out to me though i think a lot of people resonated with that one as well i know it reminds it it reminds me of like uh you ever seen blade runner 2049 yes that's how this is how you know what i'm saying like holograms that pop out you're you're ahead of the curve you know what i'm saying no yeah i mean there's other artists out there that i personally know they're doing even crazier things than i am like it's it's really like it's a it's really a great, I think it's a great field, like a great creative field to play around in, like seriously. Like I, I, I really do love it. Like, yeah. Who are some of your other favorite artists, 3D mm-hmm. artists? Um, I have this, there, so there's this one 3D artist. I don't know how to say his last name. His name is like Johnny Kangna Simi, something like that. Mm-hmm. And I follow him on Instagram and I, um, I found out about him through, I have this magazine and, um, it's from this like magazine. It's from this publication. It's called Scandinavian Man, but they changed it and it's called Scandinavian Mind now, but it used to be called Scandinavian Man. And it was like their fall winter 2019 issue. And they featured him in the magazine. And I have the copy like right next to me. Like I have the copy of it and his work is in there. And it's like, it's just amazing. Like he, he's like really a big inspiration to me. Like seriously, like his stuff is crazy. Like he's a, he uses, um, uh, I believe he uses Blender, um, like I do, and his is just, he really like I feel like his work that like once I seen it in the magazine I was like I want mine I want my shit to be like this like I'm like this is really really great and um he was definitely he was definitely a big inspiration um from like a more like personal level I have like you know like mutuals and friends that inspire me I have a friend his. I don't know his real name, but his Instagram is like Drewped. Um, he's great as well. Um, he definitely inspires me as well. Um, and yeah, just like a bunch. Like I feel like I feel like I don't know many though, so it's kind of hard to answer mm-hmm. that a little bit. But I, but from the few that I do know, um, yeah, they're great. They they do a good job. Wow. So when you're not creating these wonderful projects, I mean, what is <laughs> like a regular? What does a regular day just look like? For you, I mean, you um, be getting some fits off. I mean, oh, fits, yeah. you know what I mean? So, <laughs> fit talk, is, is fit talk time. We talk about fits. Yeah, fit talk time, man. You know okay, what I'm saying? So um, on a normal day, like, what does it look like? Like, what is some of your hobbies you like to do? Well, yeah, I do, I do, I do like, like the, I do have like, yeah, I'm into like the old fashioned thing. <laughs> um, oh, I, I kinda, fashion. That's the old I, I try, I try to say it as like least, like as like try to not sound super cliche with it, but like it's true. Like it's, I am into that and. Um, yeah, I like to thrift a lot. I thrift a lot, like a lot. Like I go, I be out in like every thrift in the city. Well, not every single one, but a majority of the ones that like you probably know of in the city. Like mm-hmm. I be there. <laughs> like, been to the, the Goodwill Bins store? You been there? I have, I have. But the thing about the Goodwill Bins, though, I you gotta, you gotta there, be ready to go. You gotta be ready to true. sit there all day. That's true. But the one, the one thing, uh, I've been there one time with a friend of mine, but. I told them, I was like, I don't want to come back here unless I have gloves. Cause I couldn't Ooh. go through all. I was like, if I come back, I have to have gloves. 
because if I don't have gloves, like, because like we went there and I had never been before and I was like, I don't want to look through all this. Like I got like one thing, but I feel like if I actually went and like thoroughly looked, I probably would have ended up with more things, but it just felt, it felt really nasty to me to like go through all that. I don't know why, but it did. So I was like, if I do come back, which I do plan on going back, I'll probably need gloves to like yeah. kind of really go through everything. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just got... Surgical gloves. I feel you, dog. That's just gross. You know what it, I Yeah, dude. For real. I feel like it's like different from actual thrift stores. Like I feel like they don't like sterilize it or something. I don't know. I don't know how. It yeah. Works, but it, it feels like a little different. And if like I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, I I, I went there though, and like I did get like one pair of jeans, but <laughs> yeah. but yeah. Uh, I thrift a lot. I, that's really, I mean, I, I don't go game. out much. I do. Yeah. That's another yeah. thing. I play, um, I don't play as much as I really feel like I want to. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but I do. Um, I kind of play like indie games now though. Like I don't really, I don't really oh, play like, yeah? I don't really play like super huge titles. Like I, well, well like what I'm really into right now, which is like different than when I was a kid, but I'm really into, I'm into like decision based games. I don't know if you know, like decision based gaming, which is like where the storyline is like all the meat and potatoes of the game. Like it's not really focused on gameplay. It's almost like a movie. Some of them, yeah. some of them are yeah, like, yeah, no, almost... it's like, um, there's one called like before dawn. I think it's like a horror yes, game. Yes. Until office. dawn. And I'm so glad you said yes. that because like that is one of my favorite series. So it's like a, it's like a, um, it's called like the dark pictures, like the dark anthology series where they do, like they have like a ton of them. They have Until Dawn, the one you said. They have one that's called Little Hope. They have one that's called Man of Madan. One that's called The Quarry. One that's called House of Ashes. All those, I've seen all those stories. I, I'm really into that. That's like one of my favorite. I've seen all the stories and they're great. They're great, like seriously, like, and that's kind of like the type of game. No, yeah, like, it's, like, a great, it's, like, so, like, it's super extensive, they're all decision-based, like, all, like, there's, there's one, the most recent one, um, I think it was called The Quarry, yeah, the one I said, The Quarry, that had, like, I believe, like, 180 different endings to the game, like, it was, like, it's, it's super extensive, and it's, yeah, crazy. it gets, um, it's so many, like, every choice you make, it's like a butterfly effect thing. Every choice you make right. determines like the next, how it plays out. So it's really, it's really, it's amazing. And it's so great to like, even like to watch people play it. Like I watch people play it. Like it's, it's great. Like that's probably one of my favorite series. And that's kind of like the type of games that I'm really into now. Like I don't really play like super, I don't really, like when I was younger, I was like into like Call of Duty, things like that. But, like I feel like. I'm getting older. I feel like they just don't really hit the same. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't feel like, I feel like they don't really hit the same, but like, I feel like I'm more into like decision based, like indie type of thing. Like, you know, I like horror games too, because all those are like horror games. So, like, I'm right. kind of into that. Yeah. Do you see yourself ever doing a game or like a anime, like a 3D movie? Like, you know, um, that's something that I definitely would love to touch on. Like, do like maybe not, maybe not like completely do a whole game but maybe design for a, another game for like a developer or something that's something mm-hmm. that i feel like i would love to do um that would be amazing actually like like for like because i feel like that's something that i probably would have wanted to do as a kid like so mm-hmm. i think that that yeah i would definitely love to see myself doing that um as far as making a game i don't know i'm not sure uh because like i really I, can, I don't really know anything about that i don't know anything about coding 
or anything like that. I don't. Right. I don't yeah, know. I guess yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a lot more than just the 3D design. I guess. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That nerd shit coding. Yeah. Door. I, I don't. I don't know anything about co- like even like with like my website like my website that I have like it's like a yeah it's online. fun as hell. I've been fucking around on it all <laughs> night, dude. <laughs> just moving. I've been rearranging your shit for like hours, dude. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, pause, hey, pause, 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 chill, chill, chill. Oh my god. Nah, but, um, <laughs> nah, yeah, it's like, so that, that had like no coding in it though, but the thing is like everybody thinks that I coded it. Everybody thinks that, cause it's like an online, like little interactive, like gallery or whatever. Everyone thinks that I coded it and people DM me, they're like, yo, how did you do your website? Uh, did you code it? And I'm like, I, I feel like it was literally a template. And I'm not yeah, even kidding. Nice. Like it's it's a template because I use Cargo, the Cargo mm-hmm. site builder, whatever. I use Cargo and I use the template and like there's like a little option where you can make the photos draggable. So I just laid them all out and then made them all draggable so you just mess around with it. But it was like no coding. Yeah. No coding at all. Oh, shout out to um, Cargo. That's crazy. Oh yeah, there. There's it's amazing, but like to really, you can really do a lot with that. Like I like that. Like what I did with my site is nowhere near like how far you can go with it. But it all depends on like your prior knowledge. Like you kind of have to know a little bit about website design and like coding a little mm-hmm. bit to really, really get the most out of it. Because like when you create your site on Cargo, they give you like a like a all white screen, like a blank slate. Like it's not like Squarespace or any of those other sites. Right. It's literally just a blank screen. And you can pick a template, but if you don't, then like you're kind of just on your own. Like, so that's kind of why like I did that. And it's really like the bare minimum. I just put all the picks out and made them draggable. So like, um, I didn't really do anything super crazy. A lot of people do think that though. Like people have asked me, like, how did you do it? But that's how I did it though. I just used the template and then made them yeah. draggable. Shout cargo. Yeah. Hell yeah. Now, I mean, of course, throughout this interview, we've just talked about, you know, your work and, mm-hmm just how you've been able to just grow but with that you know definitely comes challenges what has been some ways what have been what has been some challenges that you've came across um whether it been like your own personal projects or even like client work for example um what's some some like hoops you've had to like necessarily like kind of go go through um i would say the biggest one as far as client work and personal work i think is um patience just having patience because i feel like for one with like client work excuse me uh one with client work it's like you kind of have to be patient with like the client like what they want and like what they're you know i feel like being patient and also with like my personal work it's like being patient with myself because what i mean by that is like there's been times like even like recently like last night type shit like there's been times where like i'll be working on something and I'll have to just stop for a second. Like I'll have to just like step away for a while and then come back to it. Mm-hmm. Like that happens very often. Fresh like, eyes. yeah, yeah, exactly. Fresh eyes. That's yeah. And it's like, I feel like it's like that with anything, like anything you do, like anything creative you do. I feel like walking away for a little bit and then coming back with like fresh eyes, fresh ears. Mm-hmm. It's like very, 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 very important because. I don't know. Um, I actually, back in high school, I used to be a music producer. I used to make beats. <laughs> um, that was like my thing. Like I, back in high school, that was, yeah, that was what I, like, I can't lie. Like I was like, 
this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. That's what I like when I was in high school. That mm-hmm. was my whole thing. Like I was really into that. And even back then as like making music, nice? I feel like I was, I I mean, honestly, I can't lie. My music is still <laughs> out there. My music is still out there though. Like seriously, like it's, it wasn't that long ago. So like, cause I just graduated, I graduated high school three years ago. So like my music is still out there. Um, I was a producer. I would make like, um, like beats for like local rappers, like you know, like underground Hell type yeah. shit. Yeah, I I don't yeah. know, I don't know. Are you? I don't know if you guys are familiar with um 10K Duncan. I made a song with him. I don't know. I, I made a song with him. I know he just did. Like I think yeah. he did a show out here recently. Um, but I did a song with him. That's probably like my biggest like placement. But anyway, though, like um, I was saying, I mentioned that because like even like from like a music perspective, like walking away, like I would I would make something. And then, like, I would go to sleep, wake up the next morning and feel entirely different about it. And it's like, I feel like, and it's like the same thing now with, like, the stuff that I'm doing now. I feel like with any creative field, like, you kind of have to sit on your work a little bit and just kind of, like, give yourself some time and be patient with yourself, too. Like, I feel like that's really important. I feel like for myself, like, that's definitely been something, you know, I've even myself just had to, you know, sort of, like, learn over the years. And especially Mm -hmm. this. Yeah. Even with talking with like friends who are creatives, just telling them and just myself, just be like, you gotta like take your time. As much as you want to like grind it out and really like get to that. I know. Yeah. You go to. You still gotta have those moments where you're like, okay, like I need to take a breather, just because exactly. You don't want your work to become, you know, um, not like oversaturated, but what's the word I'm looking for? Just like, like more stale. like, like yeah, stale. Yeah, like redundant. stale. Like yeah. you want to be able to, like you said, fresh eyes. Like you want to be able to come back to it, and you may have within that time away. I thought of some new ideas. And yeah, something exactly. That could just even add on. So mm-hmm. that was a no. That was a really great point. Um, now before we get you out of here, I definitely want to ask for the year of 2024. What are some goals that you want to accomplish, not only like creatively but also personally? Um, as far as like creatively, I definitely want to just, I really want to start, I kind of want to put my work in like a, a little bit more of like a, mm, I don't know, like a little bit more of a professional space. Like I feel like I, I kind of want to do like installations and like galleries, things like that, like exhibitions, stuff like that's kind of like what big thing that I, want to do i did earlier this year i did like a little um installation out in toronto um because like in toronto they're 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 amazing out there like shout out to all of them out there like um i had like a few mutuals out there and they were like hey like do you want to do like this installation for me and are they like for this event that we have and i was like yeah of course but they were under the impression that i lived in canada and I didn't, I, I yeah, was like, yeah. no, I, I literally don't even have a passport. So like, I, I never, I was like, I don't live in Canada, but they were like, we would still love to have you do it. So it was like great for them to let me kind of infiltrate their space and like kind of, it was like a, it was an event for Canadian artists, Toronto based artists, but I was the only one oh, that tough. wasn't, I was the only one that wasn't, wasn't yeah. from there. But yeah, just more things like that. Like I would love to like have more opportunities like that. Um, yeah, like my manager, Josh, like, um, him and I have been talking about that. Um, trying to see thing, uh, see if we could get some things happening with that. Um, as far as personally though, I don't know. I just really want to be better. <laughs> I don't know. Like, that's, yeah, I know yeah, it's super yeah. vague, but it's really how I feel. Like, I just kind of want to, I want to travel more. 
Uh, I feel like I don't get out enough, so I definitely want to do that. I kind of want to travel more. But yeah, that's honestly, as far as personal goes, that's really it, though. Yeah. Nice, man. Well, please, man, it's been truly a pleasure to have you on the podcast, man. Yeah, it's of been, course, man. Of course. It's been great to just hear your overall just like journey as well as like your creative process. So, man, mm-hmm. it was just a pleasure. And we truly of wish course. you the best, man, like in all your endeavors. Like, no, same to you guys, man. Like, you guys are killing it as well. Like, seriously. Like, <laughs> Thank like you, really yeah of course thank you man now before we let you go where can the audience uh follow you um you can follow me on instagram my instagram is ruffin uh but it has three f's though uh it's just um r-u-f-f-f-i-n uh you could also visit my website um it's like an online interactive gallery it's ruffin.works and um yeah i'm actually um thinking about like kind of revamping it a little bit um but yeah you could just Check out my site, my portfolio is Ruffin.Works. My Instagram is just Ruffin. And um, yeah, that's basically it. Well, you heard it from the man himself, ladies and gentlemen. This has been Eddie Ultra Podcast, and we are yeah, still man. running out.